Yeah, so Luck of the Irish one and a half is Bonnie tells her dad, Young Achievers isn't your dream, it's my, or isn't my dream, it's yours. You want to take that again? Yeah, could I? <laughs> <laughs> no, now it feels dumb. Just do it. Yeah, so Luck of the Irish one and a half is just Bonnie telling her dad, Young Achievers isn't your dream, it's, wait. <laughs> Yeah, so like the Irish. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Um, uh, this is a good opportunity for me to go refill my wine. I'll be right back. All right, please do. I'm Delaney Amatruda. And I'm Ben Bond. And this is Movie Surfing, a Disney Channel unoriginal podcast. We are talking this week about 2001's Luck of the Irish. Starring Ryan Merriman, the star of Smart House. Oh, it was the same kid, wasn't it? You you warned me about yeah. this. I was like, this guy seems familiar. Yep, that's him. He's just a little older. Yeah, he's a little older. He's a little taller. And he's using mark. more of a, an Irish brogue. Occasionally, when necessary. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we'll jump right in with the time-honored tradition of reading the Disney Plus description of the film, just for anyone who's not acquainted. When Kyle loses his golden pot of gold charm, he discovers that he's actually part leprechaun. He must find the thief who took the charm before he takes control of all the leprechauns. <laughs> Along the, the way, okay. Kyle discovers that he's capable of making his own luck. So if you can't tell from my attempt to read that, they had me one sentence in at, he discovers he's actually part leprechaun. Yep. <laughs> because I saw the thumbnail for this movie, and it's like a kid, the title, and a little person in basketball uniforms. And I was like, oh, this is a movie about a kid who discovers a leprechaun who teaches him to be good at basketball. That's what I was going into reading this paragraph. That would have been a great, great film. One thing that I think we need to clarify that someone asked me to clarify was that you, Ben, have not seen pretty much any of these movies. Most of these movies I have never seen is true. And I've seen most of them. Yes. You're going in completely blind every week. Uh, every week so far, I have not seen the movies. <laughs> Maybe we should start a tradition where before you start watching the movie, you have to write down a synopsis of what you think the movie's going to be about. Just without based on the title? The yeah, like Balderdash style. That's a good idea. And then you can read it to us and we'll all have a good laugh. Going into this one, I, I thought a kid discovers a leprechaun who teaches him to be good at basketball but it turns out the leprechaun was inside him all along ew well you made that weird <laughs> okay let's just start with the let's just start talking through this movie yes yeah so it starts off with the title over some very aggressive drum music yeah i i had to stop and like double check the settings on my sound bar because i thought that maybe it was on the wrong setting and i was getting audio from something else yeah. i was like this doesn't feel appropriate the opening movie. sequence is really intense there's like loud drumming and like close-ups of people's eyes and zooming out of their eyes and cutting to different faces and it's like everyone is different from everyone else yeah that's an actual line quote everyone in the world is different from everyone else 
How astute. I had no idea. Like, <laughs> But yeah, it's this weird like sequence where it's a whole bunch of people in an auditorium and they're doing this like Native American dance on stage with all the, the drum music. And then you have Kyle's voiceover talking about multiculturalism. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I don't know. I Again, I was I was like, what? I don't know what this movie is. Uh, But yeah, he's talking about heritage and multiculturalism. And he's like, what if I don't have a heritage? Because also in this scene, that he's imagining they're calling his name after the, the the Native American dance finishes. They're calling Kyle's name to come up and present his heritage and they can't see him because he's been, I guess, shrunk or he's very tiny. Yeah, nobody can see him and he's down there like, you guys, you guys, I'm down here. Yeah, and then he gets stepped on and wakes up and it was a dream. Yeah, it was all a nightmare, but Heritage Day is a real thing that's happening at school. Yeah, so his dad wakes him up because he's got to get ready for the big game or something and he tells his dad, yeah, I was having this weird dream about the Heritage Day thingy that we're having at school. So yeah, this is this is a thing that's been planned. And because of his nightmare now, he goes downstairs and he he's trying to ask his parents like, hey, you know, Heritage Day is coming up and I still don't know what our heritage is. So do you think you could tell me like where our family's from? And they get cagey as fuck. Extremely like, it's, suspicious. It's, it is not at all subtle. They're like, hmm? Heh? What? Big basketball game today. Do you want yogurt and a fruit bar yeah and then he's like no seriously like we're everybody's from somewhere where's our family from and they're like we're, we're from, from cleveland, cleveland. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then they're like, don't forget your lucky coin. Like, okay, you got to suspend your disbelief here a little bit because you take one look at his mother and you're like, oh, she's Irish. <laughs> she's got bright red hair and like very fair skin. They've taken pains at the beginning of the movie to like button her up a lot. Her hair's up and she's really subdued. She's very normal, yes, but still like if somebody has hair like that, you can probably assume there's some Irish in there somewhere. And Yeah, fair enough. I don't, this comes back at some point in my notes, but right from the beginning of this movie I was like you know if the parents don't want to tell him about where he's actually from why don't they just lie why don't they just say we're from England like everybody else would they do the worst job possible and they only get worse at it as this opening beat of the thing where he doesn't know about his heritage they're like uh, 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 heritage, heritage uh, what's uh, heritage uh, uh, heritage uh, as opposed to just lying or just saying we're Irish yeah you could just say Ireland Irish. is not an alien place Place. A huge portion of the American population is Irish. Yeah. So I don't know, but the caginess doesn't solve the problem. It no. Just in fact, in more it questions. worsens the problem, certainly. They do a very bad job of handling that. But they do make sure that he takes his lucky coin before he goes out the door. And Kyle's like, I feel like there's something they're not telling me. This entire you movie would have, the, the plot would not have moved forward. The movie didn't have to happen if his parents would have just been like, oh, we're like half Irish and half Scottish. Oh, okay. Okay, thanks, Mom and Dad. Yeah, so they get the lucky coin, which is his lucky coin. Nothing to see here, just a normal lucky coin uh, that he wears around his neck. Not a very long cord. Yeah, uh, so he takes his coin and goes off to the state quarterfinal, which is a big deal because their basketball team is in the championship for the first time in a long time. Never heard of that in a decom before. Yeah. They're playing the game and Kyle wins the game by essentially jumping and punching the ball into the sky and then it goes into the hoop. Everyone's like, wow, that was a lucky shot, but it was like ridiculous, completely implausible. Yet he's always like, luck's got nothing to do with it. That was not a regulation basketball move. You know what Kyle. else is probably not regulation? I don't think you're allowed to wear a necklace down to your belly button while you're playing basketball. Suspend your disbelief. Suspend your disbelief. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's very lucky at this basketball game, and he's like, I'm a pretty lucky guy. Everybody's cheering for him. All the girls want to kiss him, and the next day at school, everybody's giving him looks. He's dancing with his friends. Yeah, he's Everybody doing some, is... like, he, he busted out the smart house dance moves for us again. Yeah, like, He's just walking right? down the hallway, and someone's got a boombox, and he's like, okay, time for me to bust out the Backstreet Boys. It's the Kyle dance party. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot. So he goes to his locker, and we meet Bonnie, who is a girl who goes to school with Kyle, and she's in charge of the Heritage Day thing. She's apparently in charge of a lot of things. Like, right off the bat, we get told that she's this sort of uptight overachiever, yeah. right? I have a question that is yep. never answered, and you can't answer it, but why does Ryan have to perform in the Heritage Day Assembly? Yeah. It, 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 does know, every that, single question, student in he, the school perform? Like, that sounds like the longest assembly in history. Yeah, you'd think the first step in the selection process is, do you have a heritage you want to share? Because yeah. <laughs> Kyle seems completely disinterested in this. He's like, history doesn't matter. I like sports. That's now. He says, history is so tender minutes ago now sports <laughs> that's what's happening now history is definitely more than 10 minutes ago kyle but yeah good question but apparently he must share something at this heritage festival question one on the heritage day questionnaire is what is your heritage and kyle just fills it in with a bunch of question marks and they're like okay yeah. i guess he's our guy <laughs> he must perform bonnie go talk to him yeah kyle says some stuff about like i'm american and bonnie's like well everybody in america is some kind of immigrant and and then Kyle's friend who's there says, I'm part Cherokee, which is like the one non-immigrant answer <laughs> I to that particular- I didn't even that. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's very dumb. But yeah, just to really drive this point home that Bonnie makes about everybody being an immigrant from somewhere, they cut to history class and there's this big mural on the wall of the United States and all the people who came and why they came from different countries and when they came. Yeah, so th they're taking a test allegedly in the class, but Kyle is so deep in thought staring at this map that he forgets to take the test. And then the bell rings and he just kind of frantically just marks random answers on the multiple choice sheet. Yeah, and everybody leaves and some girls snick about how Kyle's gonna be in summer school, haha, because he's still doing the thing. Which is weird when 15 minutes ago everybody was like, Kyle, oh my god, Kyle. Well, it was totally like the horse girls, right? Who aren't impressed by his basketball skills and they're like, ha ha ha, stupid. No one's allowed to not be impressed by his basketball skills, goddammit. He's a celebrity. <laughs> Middle school sports star. But the teacher then comes up and is shaming him, like, look, man, it's probably better for you to just not answer at all than to just randomly guess, which mathematically is not true. Well, he he actually says, I subtract points for incorrect answers. Oh, interesting. So he says, in my class at least, you, you don't just guess. I, I do that to discourage just guessing. Well, he can't get worse than a zero. So, yeah, he, he takes the paper and discovers that Kyle has answered every question correctly. Lucky. And Kyle's not really shook by this at all. He's just kind of like, mm, okay. Yeah, uh, Ky Kyle, who who's allegedly doesn't understand that he has magical, like literally magical luck, is just like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Guess I gotta go play basketball or whatever. Uh, So then at dinner that night, mom has made some nasty, healthy food that they've included sound effects with when it splooshes down on the plate just to really drive the point home that mom's a real health nut. I'm trying to resist the urge for me to just spend the next 10 minutes talking about this Disney Channel dish. <laughs> this was aggressive. It didn't look like anything. <laughs> but we didn't get any details on what was in it, so there's not that much for me to talk about, except, wow, it sounded and looked disgusting. Yes, and they went 
they went to great lengths to make sure it sounded and looked disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, so then he asks again about the heritage because he's like, oh, is this food from our people? Is this Italian food? Yeah, okay. You know what? <laughs> there is something for me to talk about. He's looking at this giant vat of, like, romaine lettuce and what look like soba noodles. And he's like, is this Italian food? <laughs> it's like that meme with <laughs> the butterfly. And the mom, he's like, is this Italian food? The mom's like, uh, no, it's just, uh, I saw it in a magazine. It's healthy. Wow. And she's like, but why do you ask? And he's like, well, I was just wondering if maybe you made the food of our people. As though he's never had a bowl of spaghetti. Yeah. And the parents again turn into get out zombies and they're like, what? <laughs> what is a heritage? No. What? What? He brings up, oh, Bonnie was asking me about this Heritage Day thing. And they're like, ha ha, Bonnie, she's always up to something. Yeah, it's just, it's deflection, deflection, deflection. He gets absolutely nowhere with all of this. Yeah, and he he concludes it with, hmm, maybe they are hiding something. This is also when I made the note that was like, why can't the parents just lie? It would be so easy. We wouldn't have to, like, why can't the dad say where he's from? Like, I get it if mom doesn't want to divulge her heritage, but like, awesome. Ostensibly, dad has a completely different set of ancestors, so why doesn't he just tell the truth? It's very odd. Yeah, they, they really do a bad job of not being suspicious. So now Kyle's really on their case. Uh, he's going to school Googling their last name, but their last name is Johnson. So he doesn't yeah, have a luck, lot of luck. good luck, buddy. I have to note that they're in the computer lab on those awesome early 2000s, like, colorful Mac computers. Oh, hell yeah. Those are the coolest. Yeah, that was nostalgic for me. Uh, but so Bonnie comes up and is like, let me help you narrow that down because she's, I guess, the original Ancestry.com. So she's <laughs> like, what's your dad's name? Let's search by his name. What's your mom's maiden name? And he doesn't know his mom's maiden name, which is weird. And it's just a total dead end. I mean, like, he doesn't have any information. He's not going to be able to find one Johnson. It's, it's a needle in a haystack. He goes home. They play this, like, horror music as he's going through his parents' yearbooks and like documents and he can't find his dad in his dad's high school yearbook. Yeah, he's looking everywhere under Johnson, 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 can't find his dad. And then somehow he finds a folder with his dad's birth certificate in it. Just and chilling. that's where, yeah. <laughs> With, Dad with has yearbook, not tried like that do. hard to hide this stuff. Yeah. Um, it's literally in plain sight. But he opens a folder. The birth certificate says that Dad's real name is Robert Smith. Much more easy to track down name. Yeah. What? You, really? The two most generic names you could possibly think of, they just gave this guy both of them. <laughs> but so he's like, what the hell? Uh, Mom comes home and he's sort of shady but gets away. But she seems to have a sense that he was going through the shit, right? Yeah, like she can tell, again, all of this information is just in plain sight on dad's desk and she can see like, mm, he's been digging through these folders or whatever. Yeah, so he's talking to his friend who I don't think we have a name for at this point in the movie. Is that correct? Yeah, I didn't write his name down until way later, but I'm going to start using his name because I like him. Okay. And his name is Russell. Yes. His best friend who I love. So Russell and Kyle are outside shooting hoops and Kyle is devoid this information to him like why would my dad change his name was it changed by the FBI you know what is going on if I'm Kyle at this point I'm gonna start thinking that I'm one of the milk carton kids that you've been abducted yeah that like his parents had abducted him as a baby and they're just trying to they, they changed their name they don't want him to know about their heritage because they don't want to get caught you know I'm sure the real the real answer is much simpler than that don't worry <laughs> 
Kyle continues to talk to Russell, and they get to talking about how Kyle is so lucky, right? Yeah, like, Kyle is always finding money on the ground, and, like, just things never go wrong for him. And they're, they're going on this walk, and they pass a big advertisement for, like, this Irish cultural festival featuring this step-dancing troupe. The Saint of the Step. This step-dancing troupe is performing at this festival, and on the ad, he sees a picture that has uh, the image of his lucky coin on it. Right. And he's like, whoa, that's my coin. Wow, maybe I'm Irish. He also throws out, I thought that was Chinese. Weird. But anyway, so they they decide they're gonna go see what they can see at this cultural festival, right? So now they're at this sort of fairground where there is this, I guess, very large contingent of Irish people. Yeah, and all the Irish people in this movie have Irish accents. Really yeah, important. Right? Because there's no such thing as an Irish American who doesn't use the Irish dialect. Uh, and, But Kyle has also never heard of an Irish person. Yeah. He's like, what's Ireland? So, yeah, the first thing we see is there's this, like, creepy dude who is saying top of the morning to everybody. He's shady. The overall vibe of this festival is, like, dark. (laughs) Something wicked this way comes. Even though it's like a fair and there are fun rides and candy and lots of potato chips, it's still overwhelmingly a dark atmosphere. Yeah, but so they're looking around and they come across a stall where they're selling what look like Kyle's lucky charms, right? Yes. Oh God. But Kyle's I, I like, just said oh, lucky these are... charms. Um, they're always after him, you know. Yeah. God damn it. Um. <laughs> uh, but but so... he's looking at them. He's like, these are all just cheap fakes. Mine's solid gold. And Russell's like, well, la dee da. Some weird. <laughs> old dude slides up and is like you can always tell the real thing and then he's perplexed by Kyle's sneakers he's like did your man make those sneakers for you or have you just outgrown them yeah it's like what (laughs) Russell's like they're called basketball shoes sir and I want to tell Russell they're not no one calls them basketball shoes yeah nobody calls them that (laughs) Um, those are sneakers sneakers Um, they're tennis shoes they're trainers if you're across the pond but then the old guy reveals his shoes which are very nice and well kept. Yes, and he apparently made these himself and he shows them on the bottom. There's this snake decal which I'm sure won't come back. I'm sure that doesn't matter. And then he's just kind of spontaneous like, get the boys a bag of spuds. Yeah, and he f- there's this uh, really intense CGI moment of him like throwing these quarters up into the air. Yeah, and they all land in a perfect stack on the counter at the potato chip booth. <laughs> I guess. This by whole, the- somehow this conversation has shifted from being near the, the Lucky Charms, <laughs> the Lucky Charms booth to being at the the Emerald Isle potato chip booth, but here we are. But by the time they can catch their breath with this whirlwind CGI moment, this old man has disappeared. But now they got potato chips, so yep. okay, sir. And they're sera. ready to go watch Seamus McTiernan, who is the guy in charge of this step dance thing, do his Which is thing. a whole other thing. Yep. Seamus is walking through the crowd, <laughs> doing this whole monologue about- Touching everybody. Yeah, and everybody he touches just spontaneously begins to step dance. <laughs> It's like some weird revival thing, like at church. He's like, if your heart is full of blarney. If you hail from the Emerald Isle. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Uh, then there's a step dancing montage, which is pretty cool. Step dancing often makes me emotional. Don't ask me why. I don't know. I wonder if your heart is full of blarney. It is. My name is Delaney. Fair enough. <laughs> so Seamus is up there dancing with the group. 
Kyle's friend starts kind of talking shit about it, but then Kyle is spontaneously bursting into step dance. And Russell's like, what the hell, man? And he's like, I don't know, I can't help it. And he's just step dancing back there. And then all of a sudden, that scary dude from before, like, body the, checks him. The fake him. leprechaun, yeah, the big guy. Yeah, body checks him and knocks him on the ground. And then he helps him up and he's like, oh, so sorry, dude. You all right? Here, take this Hawaiian lay. Yeah, because this creepy dude in a skull cap also kind of skulks up behind him. And they help him up, but the whole vibe is shady. And Kyle, like, looks at his lucky coin and is like, guess I should probably tuck that into my shirt. Yeah. Which he does. Right. And then they leave. Yeah, the, the next morning, Kyle wakes up. He's bought this book, Everything You Wanted to Know About Being Irish But Didn't Know How to Ask, or something along those lines, which he yes. purchased. <laughs> at the festival. But he wakes up and something's off. He goes to his mirror. He knocks over his trophy by accident. Things, the vibe's weird. Something's up. Yeah, he, it's just like he can tell that something's wrong. He, he goes downstairs and his mom has gone full Irish. Yeah, and he doesn't even clock that he's, his mom suddenly has a whole new accent. Yeah. For several minutes. She's like, top of the morning to you, boys. Yeah, she's got- I've got some bacon and some ham eggs on the, in the fryer for you. And dad's like, what about the cholesterol? She's like, you need to put some meat on your bones. Yeah, and Kyle now has a brogue occasionally as well, which is strange. Yeah, he's like, uh, dad, does, does mom sound a wee bit? I just said a wee bit. A wee bit. Somehow he just knows all of these, like, Irish phrases, even though until yesterday he'd never met an Irish person. But so then mom just kind of casually spills the beans that they're Irish. Yeah, again, which they say like she's saying we're from fucking Mars. Yeah. And she's like, the reason I didn't want to tell you that we're Irish is I wanted to protect you, basically, from Irish racism in the 1800s. I gotta tell you, watching this movie as a kid made me believe that I would face way more oppression as an Irish person in the future yeah um <laughs> curiously it has never come up <laughs> and that's a recurring theme i mean I, I don't mean to downplay the the plight of immigrants at that time you know sure like my ancestors had a rough time but this movie was made in 2001 <laughs> yeah right uh but so mom has made this giant ridiculous uh breakfast and also this bucket with sound effects for lunch that is just kind of like slop it's like pig's feet and it's yeah. rough and for some reason, Kyle's just like, well, I guess I got to take the bucket to school. He takes oh. it all the way to school. Like, would you if your mom was like, here you go. I've put your lunch in a bucket for you. And it literally goes. Yeah, I'd be like, I think I'm just going to I think I'm going to give this to the, the local strays. Uh, but so Kyle is talking to Russell. They're on their way to school, and he's like, my mom is being weird, but she says we're Irish, so I guess mystery solved, right? Except he's still confused as to why his dad had to change his name. Right. Then they get to school, and it's just a string of unlucky occurrences for Kyle. He's dropping his books all over himself. He's spraying water all over his pants. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that sometimes. Uh, he's real shook because usually shit goes good for him, but not today. Yeah, he just like can't, he can't wrap his head around the fact that like some inconveniences <laughs> have fallen in his path. Um, and then later we find out that I guess this big basketball game is tonight. And they're practicing, they're at practice and the coach is like, he gives a good decom sports coach. 
Because, again, in every DCOM, they have to be at the fucking state finals for the first time in 20 years. That's how we raise the stakes, Ben. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Screenwriting 101. Raise the stakes. <laughs> uh, so he's like, you all got to make 10 foul shots before you're allowed to leave. So they line up. They start taking their shots, you know, and Kyle misses his first one. Coach is kind of surprised, sends him to the back. And then they're going around and, you know, time passes and people are leaving until it's eventually just Russell and Kyle, right? Yeah. And then Russell's like, okay, I've made my 10 shots. Time to go. How many more do you have? And Kyle's like, 10. He hasn't made a single shot. And he's super shook now because that's never happened to him before. Yeah. And I guess the coach just went home. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Knock yourself out. You kids stay here. Make 10 uh, foul shots. I'm going home. It's just like uh, when Captain Stone leaves Kelly on that wall. Yeah. Like, figure it out. You'll be all right. uh, But so... Russell leaves. Uh, Kyle says, you know, whatever. It's it's fine. You can go. See you later. And Bonnie walks in for some reason. I don't know why she's still there or what she prompted this. She basically just but... shows up, right, to be like, what are you doing for Heritage Day? <laughs> I, yeah. They still, they're like, we got one name on this list that we haven't got a Heritage Day. <laughs> Somehow for. nobody knows their heritage. Jesus. Kyle's like, dude, leave me alone. Like, I, I've got bigger fish to fry. Look, I can't make any of these shots. And then Bonnie goes on this whole tirade. I wrote down that she just shames him for no reason well for, what happens like, no it's even is. more dumb because he says to her i'm thinking about trying to do a step dance for heritage day and it should be pretty easy for me to learn and she's like you're gonna teach yourself river dance and she's like <laughs> everything is so easy to you isn't it as opposed to oh i'm glad you finally have something for heritage day i've been bugging you about it for a week and a half i can't even tell if these people are friends or if bonnie's like the annoying girl that he's just kind of being ni- like he's tolerating her it just feels like if they're not friend friends she tends to overstep a lot yeah like bonnie just i just told you i'm gonna <laughs> do the step dance can you leave me alone now well, then we get this weird b story about i guess bonnie loves basketball and always wanted to play basketball but her dad won't let her yeah so, so she's have- trying to give him pointers to help him get his shots in which also at this point if the coach is gone if russell's gone kyle could just leave He doesn't have to continue trying to make the 10 baskets. Yeah, I mean, I think he's now trying to prove it to himself because he's fucked up about it. But so Bonnie takes it upon herself to give him some sort of pointers, even though he's like the basketball star of the school. And that's when we learn that like she always wanted to play basketball, but her dad thinks that it would distract her from her studies and she needs to get a good scholarship so she can go to college. That night they've got the basketball game and Kyle is just completely a wreck. He can't do anything right. They're shouting that they want him off the the court you know bench him whatever and this is also when the emerald isle chips became very apparent to me yes it feels almost like a product placement but it's not it's just it's just well that's what i wrote i wrote what is up with these emerald isle chips because they've mentioned them like 15 times this movie made me want potato chips so bad russell's dad is eating the chips in the stands everybody's yelling when they go home from the basketball game kyle's pissed off because they did win but he got pulled from the game yeah and some other kid named drew became the star you mean drake that's even worse it is so yeah drake is the new kyle the the next morning kyle wakes up and he goes to the mirror and he he's looking at himself he's like i think i've gotten shorter like his pajama pants are kind of long on his legs and like yeah his head doesn't come up as far to the mirror anymore yeah and he's like that's weird so kyle goes downstairs and mom is sitting in the living room in full middle ages garb (laughs) 
in front of the fireplace with this bellows thing stoking the fire and she's ostensibly cooking yeah i couldn't figure out if she was cooking or if she was just trying to get a, a good peat fire going yeah uh, just to no, nothing like a good peat fire to get the, the to get the air in your lungs or the taste yeah, of and air and in your lungs there's a smoke billowing out of it it's very aggressive and then he just kind of leaves like he and dad kind of look at her like she's nuts but then Kyle's like well got to go to school well i guess mom's really excited about telling me she's irish i don't know uh yeah he goes out he's walking with russell and russell starts giving him shit about you're looking shorter and he's like i'm just packing on weight which is not how that works i'm not gaining weight I'm just getting taller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that how that works? But I made a note at this point that Russell is a very supportive friend. Yeah, definitely. He's always He's... going out of his way to be like, nah, man, like, you had one bad game. Like, relax. You're still a star. Like, whatever's going on with your family, it's going to work out. I believe in you. Like, Russell's a very kind soul. Yeah, what a good guy, Russell. Uh, But so when they get to school, everybody's hating on Kyle. So Russell says it's all going to be fine, but it doesn't really turn out that way just yet. Uh, everybody's still shitting on Kyle, talking about how he's such a loser, because I guess they've got nothing else to do. Because literally every person that we see as the camera pans across the schoolyard is talking about what a shithead Kyle is now. Even the horse girls are disappointed in him. Yeah, even the mascot is disappointed. Yeah, They're he gets a disapproving with... nod from the mascot. Yeah, uh, everybody's obsessed with Drake now, the new Drake. star. So then they're in science class talking about magnets, and... This is how I learned. This movie <laughs> is how I learned the types of metal that are attracted to magnets. Can you in... tell me the three types of metal to which magnets are attracted? <clears throat> Iron, cobalt, nickel there you go and i know it because of this movie i remember like being in science class in school and our teacher would be like does anybody know what three metals are attracted to magnets and i'm like hermione granger style like Shh, pick me pick me pick me <laughs> russell taught me russell taught me iron cobalt nickel <laughs> <laughs> so yeah th they talk about this and then kyle's necklace is attracted to the magnet which is wrong because his magnet or his uh thing is supposed to be solid gold yeah, and that's when Kyle realizes, oh my god, this is a fake. Yeah, uh, so he's trying to call his mom on a payphone. But then a series of other, like, unlucky happen- like, the payphone doesn't work. He falls down, question mark? I remember that happening. Bonnie comes up and starts bothering him again. She's like trying yeah. to apologize for whatever she said yesterday, which is yeah. Weird. Bonnie Bonnie has decided whatever she said to Kyle is the reason he sucked at basketball yesterday. So she's trying to apologize. She thinks very highly of herself and her opinion. <laughs> And then uh, Kyle takes off his really ugly bucket hat, and we see that his hair has turned orange. Yeah. And then he's, like, periodically speaking with that Irish brogue again. Yeah, he can't stop speaking with the Irish brogue, and he, he runs home, and what does he see? Tiny mom. We've we've heard of scary dad and <laughs> goofy scary dad mom and scary goofy mom. Dad. We got decom tiny mom. TM. Maybe one and only. So she's the size of her shoe, which I guess they put on the counter for reference. Yeah, I don't just know why. For scale. <laughs> for the for the viewer, of course. And now she just gives it to him straight. I'm a leprechaun, Kyle. <laughs> yep, she's a leprechaun. Kyle's like, okay. Cool. Yeah, so we get all of the science fiction mythology lore here about the leprechauns. The luck is the thing that lets them pass as normal humans, and the coin was the luck 
that basically kept them from transforming. So I guess they've had Kyle wearing this coin since he was a baby. Yeah, so Kyle says at one point that his mom gave him the coin when he was a baby, so he's been wearing it ever since. The entire O'Reilly, her her real name, her maiden name is O'Reilly. She comes from the O'Reilly clan. Yep. The entire O'Reilly clan's luck is contained in that coin. So it was literally a lucky coin. And now that the coin has been stolen, they can no longer pass for humans. There's also a great moment here where dad's like, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with your mom, but maybe she's just having a bad allergic reaction to some boiled potatoes. Right. Yeah, because Kyle doesn't, they don't know right away that the coin has been stolen. So dad's like, I guess she's just having an allergic reaction to the potatoes. Uh." I'm allergic to shellfish. So if I eat shellfish, I turn into a mermaid. Yeah, that's how that works. (laughs) (laughs) But so Kyle lays down the law and says, I think the thing was stolen. So now this kind of makes sense. And he also magically recalls the old man at the Heritage Festival because that's the first thing that jumps into his mind. I guess because they were next to the Lucky Charms, but it still seemed like a leap to me. I don't know. I guess he's probably the only person that even stood out in his mind from that festival. And then as he describes this old man, Mom is like convinced that it must be her father. That's me, da. And Kyle's like, wait a second. Like, I've never met my grandfather. He lives here, whatever. And she's like, yeah, he actually owns the Emerald Isle Potato Factory. Emerald Isle Potatoes. Like, what? So we just don't talk to him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they changed, the dad changed his name because they got married and fled Ohio because they don't believe in interspecies marriages. Yeah, like, the old man, the grandfather disapproved of his daughter marrying a human, so now they're on bad terms, which was is why the mom just automatically suspects that the grandfather is the one who stole it, to spite her or something. Though, ostensibly, right, if the grandfather stole it, how would that, the family would still have the luck. Yeah, it, it, it fair point, I guess, but the mom doesn't think of that. Couple of holes um, in this theory. But so they decide they're gonna go to the factory, uh, so they put the mom in the car, and haha, it's funny because she's small. Yeah, and, and when they get there, that's when we get revealed that they had left Ohio because they were being persecuted for their love. Yes. Everybody at the factory is extremely Irish, brogy. Like the random security guy is Irish with a full-blown accent. A a comical accent. And he calls up to whoever and says, he says he's Mr. O'Reilly's daughter's husband or whatever. And he gets the word from on high and says, Mr. O'Reilly doesn't have a daughter, go away. Yeah, and then they're forced out. Like two goons, whatever, toss him out on the street. And Kyle's trying to figure out what their next move is because they're trying to get into the factory so they can find O'Reilly. And conveniently, Bonnie is on a field trip to tour the factory with the Young Achievers. Yep. So Kyle just kind of falls in the back of that line and joins the tour group. Which is fine. Then Bonnie pulls him aside and they start talking. And for some reason, the security guy sees them talking on the side and says, we've got intruders and hits an alarm. Did he recognize Kyle? Is that why? Because it yeah, wasn't- Yeah, he must have. He, he seemed, there was like a shot of him looking kind of suspicious as the tour group went in. So he must have had an inkling of something and then he saw Kyle on the monitor and figured out what was going on. However, I have to pause again because during the tour, we learn a very juicy tidbit of information and that is that Grandpa's full name is no shit, Riley O'Reilly. Riley O'Reilly. Yep. Oh, 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 O'Reilly's <laughs> Le 
separate cons. Yeah, if you guys want to sponsor, that was the first one's free. Yeah, don't uh. sue us for using your song. Sponsor us instead. Um, but so yeah, Riley O'Reilly is in charge of the factory. Uh, they're also talking about when potato chips were invented and how they were invented. That won't come back, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, but so then we're in the we're in the middle of this chase with security. It's just this long chase sequence. Bonnie and Kyle are trying to run away from the security guards, and then Kyle ends up falling down this chute, and again, very conveniently, it spits him out in like a what a bin of some sort yeah right in front of riley o'reilly yeah who i guess has come down because of all the commotion or i I don't know i also don't really know what again because the security guard hits some random button that turns on an alarm i don't know why all these security guards knew who they were after i don't know why bonnie didn't say i'm with this tour group please don't chase me why does a potato chip factory need all these security measures what's gonna (laughs) happen yeah (laughs) me secret formula yeah the, the formula is potatoes (laughs) <laughs> Oil. <laughs> but anyway, so Riley Riley O'Reilly comes down and he immediately recognizes Kyle, right? Yeah, he's like, better not send out this shipment, boys. Think it's me grandson. Yeah. He's still talking about making shoes. And it comes out through their, you know, confrontation that he did not steal the coin. Yeah, he basically is like, why would I do that? To my point, right? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And and O'Reilly is the one who explains that the coin is traditionally given to the youngest member of the clan. And that's Kyle. Yeah. So O'Reilly also makes a comment about how he realizes he's going to transform to go full leprechaun. But it's going to go slower because he's old and old people change more slowly, which I thought was a really cute excuse for him being half leprechaun. I thought it was going to come out he was only half leprechaun, and that was what was going to, you know, heal the divide. You always want to make these movies deeper than they are. (laughs) Yeah, but in fact, they just wanted to make a cute joke about old people. Fine, whatever. Um, (laughs) And then also, wait, wait, wait. O'Reilly also now casually mentions that he did invent the potato chip. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And Bonnie's like, wait, that was like over 100 years ago. And O'Reilly's like, yep. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, and? Yeah, because what prompts that is Bonnie goes in on him about how luck is and everything, and he's like, I was pretty lucky when I invented potato chips. He's not wrong. That would be pretty lucky. And if you were still alive 200 years later to manage the potato chip factory. Well done, sir. A life well lived. Uh, But so Kyle brings up that it might have been Seamus, right? That's when he gets the idea that Seamus could have been responsible for it. Yeah, O'Reilly is sitting over there playing an Irish whistle. I don't know where he got it from. Doesn't matter. He's a leprechaun, duh. But the Irish whistle prompts Kyle to start step dancing again, which then inspires his idea, oh, the step dancing show. I was at the step dancing show at the festival with Seamus What's-His-Name. O'Reilly's like, oh, Seamus, I bet he stole it. He's a furdering. Yeah, what? Can you? What? I don't know. <laughs> I guess that means bad, a bad, bad boy leprechaun. A bad boy leprechaun. Me too. So then O'Reilly comes out to the car and mom, I guess, punches him in the face. We don't yes. actually see it, but it's like implied that she punches him directly in the face, this old and man. And her tiny little fists are enough to knock him off his feet. Yeah, but so Kyle's like, guys, we gotta forget the past and focus on the now, and we gotta work together to get the luck back. And O'Reilly's kind of like, yeah, I mean, I guess I can't object to a marriage when there's a grown-up child already. Meanwhile, Bonnie is just surprisingly chill with all this leprechaun business. She's looking at Kyle's mother, who's the size of a Barbie doll. (laughs) 
Kyle's hair has turned bright orange. They're having rational discussions about trying to get back <laughs> get their the leprechaun's luck. Back. And Bonnie, a young achiever who is going to go to med school, is just like, this is fine. And she's like, fuck the young achievers. I wanted to play basketball. And she wants to come along to help them find the luck. Like, she she doesn't have the arc that so many people do in movies like this. Usually the, the MO is, like, the girl doesn't believe it. She thinks that the guy is crazy. Like, you're not a mermaid. You're just nuts. Are you just messing with me? Are yeah. you making fun of me? No time for that in this movie. Bonnie's just like, all right, I guess this is what we're doing. This sounds awesome. She says it's a great opportunity. I guess so. Multiculturalism. Yeah. Uh, so they get in O'Reilly's green hot rod and drive away, and O'Reilly's beard has grown out to, you know, Santa Claus level. They run into Russell, uh, and he just gets in the car. Yeah, they, again, so many convenient happenstances in this film. Maybe it's <laughs> it's the <clears throat> luck of the Irish. Yeah, but they don't have the luck right now, so I don't buy that shit for but a second. They're, they're genuinely driving down the street, and Russell is walking in the middle of the road. <laughs> And he's like, sick car. Oh, wait, Kyle? <laughs> oh, this old man. Uh, yeah. And then he just hops in. And so now Russell is also along for the ride. Yep, Russell's along for the ride, being supportive like you do. They get to the fairgrounds now. And for some reason, Kyle's dad, Bob, decides that he's the logical person to try to track down Seamus and get back the coin. Yeah. He, so he gets out of the car. And O'Reilly gives him this advice. He's like, listen, if Seamus gives you any trouble, you should try to make a bet with him. That'll help. Like, he can't resist a bet. The evil leprechauns can't not take a bet. That's why I can't go to the horse races. <laughs> so Bob walks up to the camper and, like, climbs up onto the windshield in the most unsurreptitious way in broad daylight. Yeah, that's the normal way to approach this, right? <laughs> Just jump on the hood of the RV. <laughs> Fuck it. And through the window, he can see the proverbial pot of gold. Yeah, right. He sees the the pot of gold and then Seamus pops out from the side and gives him the evil eye. Uh, and then I guess runs him over. Um, yeah, like he starts up the RV. Kyle's dad runs back to the car. And now we get a whole other chase sequence. We get a good 2001 chase sequence with a trumpet soundtrack. And they do some fucking Mario Kart shit where Seamus's thugs throw food out the window at the other car. Yeah, they toss out a bucket of corned beef and cabbage <laughs> just to keep it extremely on brand. <laughs> and as they toss it, Seamus goes, may the road rise to meet you and may it be a slippery one. <laughs> yeah, and then right afterward, he's like, hey guys, I'm hungry. It's like, dude, you told them to throw all the food out. What's your problem? <laughs> but so over the course of this chase sequence, um, the green hot rod gets a flat tire and they lose the RV and they're stuck there because O'Reilly doesn't have a spare tire because he's always been so lucky that he never yeah, needed one. Yeah, he just one. doesn't need one. Uh, so so they're all kind of sitting on the car. Kyle's having an existential breakdown over the fact <laughs> that his sports skills were fake all along. Yeah, he's like, I was never actually good at basketball. I was, had good luck. That's all. And Bonnie's like, I told you, I want to play basketball. Yeah. Then it starts to rain and they can't get the roof of the car up. They're just having the worst luck, right? And they're all now just sitting there in the car, in the rain. But now Bonnie decides to get inspirational and she gives them this whole pep talk about how when the Irish came to America, they had no choice but to make their own luck. You know, they faced all this discrimination and oppression and somehow they still rose above it and thrived and- and became Americans, and Americans don't give up. 
Yeah, and so now the family needs to buckle down and try to solve this problem. I'd like to introduce a new DCOM trope that I think I've referenced before, but rain in DCOMs is a fuck- always a light switch. It is always, like, it starts raining extremely hard at a moment's notice and then just turns off. Yeah, you're not Uh, wrong. At the end of Bonnie's speech, the rain just stops, because Americans don't give up. Yeah, like, her speech was so inspiring, even the rain could not continue. Now the rain has stopped, and guess what? But now we see a rainbow. Yeah, so they all delegate tasks basically to get the car up and running, right? Yeah. And they're, you know, they've got this new can-do attitude. But they then look up and, as you said, see the rainbow. And O'Reilly is like, oh, we've got to follow the rainbow. And at this point, I literally wrote, are you fucking kidding? There's a rainbow. O'Reilly goes full Lucky Charms on us. And yep. just takes off running down the street. Yeah, so they abandon the car, uh, just run after the rainbow. Russ is like, dude, there's no end of a rainbow. I'm a science boy. And O'Reilly's like, well, I'm a leprechaun, so fuck you. Russell's trying to talk sense about rainbows. Like, there's no such thing as the end of a rainbow. It's just refraction. And O'Reilly literally is like, I'm a fucking leprechaun. I think I know more about rainbows than you do, genius. And it turns out O'Reilly's right, because there's the camper and Russ is shook. Yeah, the rainbow has left them to the pot of gold in Seamus's RV. Yeah, so Seamus and the boys are in some restaurant or something at the side of the road, carousing, singing their songs. So Kyle and O'Reilly take the opportunity to go into the camper. Grandpa O'Reilly uses his magic leprechaun powers to solve the combination on the safe yeah, when where doubt, the pot of gold is being stored. Like, you could literally feel the screenwriter's shrug when O'Reilly says, it's a leprechaun thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> he just magic open this lock and then Kyle's like what the hell and he's like I don't know it's a lep I'm a leprechaun fuck you another leprechaun thing is that Kyle's particular coin is literally just sitting on top of the pile yeah you've got what probably 50 pounds worth of gold in this pot and uh his coin is just sitting on top if it was buried at the bottom we this would all go very differently yeah so Kyle pulls it out he's like I feel it this is the one and grandpa's like I don't know if you can be sure maybe we should just take all of it he goes full like smear go on him. (laughs) Yeah, he just like, I I wrote down leprechaun's gonna leprechaun. He just wants the full pot of gold, man. Yeah, they have this weird morality discussion where he's like, well, do you want the thief to have it? And he's like, no. Kyle's like, we're better than that. Yeah. Uh, And I'm a little bit confused about where all these luck coins are coming from. Is Seamus like going across the country luring leprechauns to his dance festival to steal their luck? Is that what's going on? Yeah, we'll get to this later because he does say that that's basically his MO, but we'll talk about that when he mentions it because I wrote it down. Um, But yeah, he's stolen all these coins from other leprechaun clans. So I don't know, like if I'm Kyle, I might be like, hmm, the noble thing to do would be to take the pot of gold and then return the coins to their original owners. Kyle says, we didn't come to America to steal. And Grandpa says, oh, it's we now. And he's just so touched that Kyle thinks of himself as an O'Reilly and as a leprechaun. And an Irishman. Yeah, that he says that's worth more than the whole pot of gold. It's really, objectively, it's not. No. But we're suspending our disbelief again. And then they don't have time to have this discussion because Seamus senses that something is amiss and a giant gold coin tornado appears in the middle of the RV. Ryan Merriman just keeps ending up in these tornado scenes in DCOM <laughs> somehow. Bad CGI tornadoes find Ryan Merriman. It's the gold coin tornado, and then, yeah, Seamus's face <laughs> manifests in the tornado, and he reaches out, 
grabs Grandpa by the beard. Drags him to hell. Yeah, drags him to hell, sucks him into the pot of gold, and then conveniently Ryan, I'm sorry, not Ryan, Kyle tries to leave the RV, he opens the RV door, and there's Seamus with Grandpa. Like, (laughs) Seamus just did the tornado thing for the showmanship of it. They just did it so they could show they could do it with the CGI. Because he literally pulls Grandpa into another dimension, and then opens the door to the RV and walks in with Grandpa. Yeah, you know, that's one of those moments that always used to confuse me when I watched this movie as a kid, too. Like, wait, I thought that Grandpa got sucked into the pot of gold. Why is he... I don't know. But here we are, and Seamus is like, I've got him by the beard. I've got you now. Yeah, apparently, like, leprechauns are not able to escape if you're holding them by their beard. I'd like to point out that as soon as Kyle gets the lucky charm back, his hair goes back to normal, he grows again, his ears recede, uh, because his ears had gotten weird and pointy, but Grandpa still has his beard? Well, I think the shot is kind of like, Grandpa's beard starts to sort of shrink, but then Seamus catches it before it totally recedes. Okay, and so that stops the transformation for- Sure, allegedly. I don't know how it works, man. Leprechaun shit. I don't know. Shrug. Anyway, so Kyle's like, wait, I'll make a bet with you. And Seamus is like, yes? And he says- If I can beat you at sports, I get the coin. And my grandpa gets released. Which is a weird-ass sports, he just says, "Eh, I don't know, sports. Because he says, I can beat you, and Seamus is like, at what, video games? And he's like, no, uh, sports. Yeah, like, wouldn't if I'm him, my inclination would be, I can beat you at basketball. Yeah. But no, he had to say sports. Yeah. So, and so Seamus is like, sounds like a plan. Cut to <laughs> they're in a field in the middle of Ireland. Yeah, they're like kilts. sucked into an alternate dimension where they're doing the Highland games. And now Russell's there, also <laughs> wearing a kilt. For some reason. And so, yeah, they have to do all these Irish sports hurling. Yep, they're chariot hurling. Chariot wheel throwing. Yep. Uh, some sort of ball kicking. Yeah, there's like a rugby-esque thing with Wrestling, that. archery. They just, Seamus and Kyle just casually race each other on foot. Yep, a foot race. Oh yes, that's the word for it. Um, This is when Seamus reveals that he is trying to steal the luck from all the leprechauns in America so that he can make himself the leprechaun king. Yep. To which Kyle says, in America, we don't believe in kings. We believe in baseball. Yeah, I wrote that down too. Kyle says that Americans don't believe in kings. They believe in baseball. Fuck you. But Kyle's having difficulty winning these Highland games against a literal adult man. Yeah, we have to keep in mind that Kyle is not in, not even in high school. He is in middle school. Yeah. Um, remember how we talked about how I would not excel at military school on the obstacle course? Uh, you ain't gonna excel at the Highland games. Yeah, twelve-year-old Delaney would excel even worse. <laughs> At the Highland Games. <laughs> Against an adult man who is yeah, also a leprechaun. Yeah, an adult fucking leprechaun, yeah. <laughs> Though Kyle does have his coin at this point, so he does have his luck helping him. Which yeah. is how, in the end, he ends up tied with Seamus. Yeah. After, but not it, after the step t- <laughs> Yeah, after this fucking ridiculous thing where Seamus step dances and Kyle break dances... And Seamus is like, what kind of step is that? And he's like, it's my step. Do, 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 break dance. Whatever. Yeah, like part of this uh, contest or whatever is a step dancing contest. And I just feel that that was overwhelmingly unfair considering that Seamus is literally a professional step dancer. Well, Seamus is playing a win. He's he's manipulating the, the facts here. And it's even more depressing then that he loses. Because Kyle 
Kyle Break spinning dances. on his head. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking stupid as hell. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Kyle it, it ties. In the end, he ties. And they think that problem solved until Seamus is like, oh no, boy. <laughs> Bitch, you thought. Guess what, motherfucker? Because they tied, Kyle didn't actually beat Seamus, so the deal doesn't count. So Seamus says that he's going to keep the coin, and he's going to keep Grandpa, and make him his slave for all eternity. <laughs> yep, that's, this is when they start throwing out the slave word, which is a little double extra in this movie about Heritage? Irish racism. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, now your grandpa is going to be my slave forever. Um, and then Kyle on the fly comes up with a new idea. He challenges Seamus to another bet. He says that he can beat Seamus in basketball, which is what he should have done from the beginning, even without his luck. Because now Kyle has gone ahead and given the coin back to Seamus. Right. And he says if he can beat Seamus at basketball without his luck, then Grandpa goes free and Kyle gets his coin back. But if Kyle loses, then he's going to become Seamus' slave in his grandpa's place. But, important, if Kyle wins, Seamus has to live forever, quote, in the land of my fathers, the shores of Erie. And Seamus is like, sounds like a good deal to me. Let's go. Yeah, so they do another space-time warp high five, uh, and now they're at the basketball final. Yes, like at the high school basketball final. Or, I'm sorry, middle school. Yeah, so they're, yeah, they're at the middle school basketball final in the middle of the game. Russell and Kyle go up to the coach, who's like, where the hell were you guys? And they're like, whatever, we're here now. And he's like, sounds about no, right. what Get actually out happens is the coach is like, where the hell were you guys? Russell goes, in Ireland. <laughs> and the coach is like, okay, well, anyway, here's the play. Um, <laughs> whatever. So they go out onto the court, court, basketball court, Delaney. And who's on the opposing team but Seamus, which isn't odd at all, considering he's a grown-ass man in a middle school basketball tournament. Russell or somebody even says to the ref, what the hell, this is an adult man, and the ref's like, whatever, I'm just here for basketball. Yeah, he's like, doesn't he seem a little old to be in middle school? And they're like, eh, I don't know. Whatever, just play. So they start playing. Now Grandpa is sitting on the basketball rim. In chains. In chains. <laughs> full leprechaun hanging out on the basketball hoop shouting down mom and dad are there but i guess uh, nobody I, can see chained up o'reilly well th this is the thing that was like what in the what is going on what dimension are we in what's happening here chained uh, chained up o'reilly no the first one was free <laughs> Yeah, but he's hanging out there. The people, the fans in the stand can't seem to see him, but Kyle knows he's there. The literal adults on the other team are fucking knocking Kyle over. Yeah, I wrote down, like, I don't know how they're supposed to determine actually who won here, right? Considering basketball is a team sport. Like, it's no longer about Kyle versus Seamus specifically. Like, if Kyle's team is excelling, but Kyle sucks, does he still win? Who knows? Doesn't matter, because Seamus' lackeys have also been substituted onto the team. Great. And Kyle's struggling without his luck. So Grandpa gives Russell, who I guess can see him. Again, the rules here are very unclear. Yep. But from the top of the basketball hoop, O'Reilly gives Russell a lucky coin. But it's actually just a quarter. He says, a boy who believes in leprechauns will believe anything. Ha ha ha. So now Ru Russell's doing great. It's a placebo thing. Russell starts doing better. And then Kyle's like, why the hell would you give him that? Like, I'm the one who needs it. And Grandpa's like, 
No, it was a fake, man. Don't worry about it. But Russell does continue to do better. And then Kyle is like inspired by that. Like seeing Russell kind of make his own luck inspires him. And then he also starts doing better. Kyle and Russell are doing a good job. Mom and dad are cheering. Russell's dad is cheering. Everybody's doing great. I guess nobody can see uh what's happening on the net with grandpa there and then we are suddenly it's like five seconds left in the game and we're at a tie actually goes on for much longer than five seconds in the film it's probably a full minute of the scoreboard (laughs) saying five seconds seamus is so upset about this comeback that he literally transforms into fucking teen wolf yeah he goes scary leprechaun now It's, he's, he's not just a leprechaun. He's like a fucking werewolf. He does not look right. And why is it that when Seamus goes full leprechaun, he stays big, but his face gets scary? Like, it, yeah, it, wouldn't he just shrink? Yeah, I don't know. And no one has anything to say about this in the crowd or anything. They uh, People in the crowd have heretofore interacted with the game that's happening, but they don't seem to notice that Seamus has turned into a beast they man. They just think that he's really getting into the sport. Yeah, whatever. They keep playing as normal against Teen Wolf uh, and win. <laughs> yeah, there's like one second left in the game and Kyle is able to pass the ball to Russell and Russell's the one who makes the winning shot. And so then they win. And obviously, scary leprechaun Seamus is not happy about it. But then all of a sudden, the gym is empty. Yeah, they get transported to an alternate dimension where the gym is empty, I guess. And Seamus is literally just like, oh, boo-hoo, I have to spend eternity in Ireland. And Kyle's like, LOL, I said you have to spend eternity in Erie. And Seamus is like, why don't you learn how to pronounce it, boyo? It's air. And Kyle's like, mm, that's not what I said. I said nah, bitch. Erie. Because my family is from Cleveland. You're going to Ohio. And that he does. Seamus (laughs) shrinks down and then gets. Turns into a shooting star comet. Yeah, he gets into the sky and just goes, Ohio. Yeah, the same people who wrote the line in Xenon where she's like, you must be from New Jersey, wrote this Ohio All ending. this Ohio slander. Yeah. And yeah, so now Seamus gets dunked into Lake Erie and he has to spend eternity in Lake Erie and Kyle's like, uh-huh, I hope he knows how to swim. Ha ha ha. So then they go back to the dimension where everybody's in the gym and everybody's celebrating the victory and we get this weird like epilogue thing where Bonnie is talking to her dad and... I mean, this is still in the gym. I don't know why I said it's an epilogue, but it seemed completely random and out of it's place. It's the resolution of the B-plot, you know? Yeah, the B-plot we, we did not give a shit right. about. Bonnie goes to her dad, and her dad's like, yo, where were you? What's going on? And O'Reilly is like, oh, we were having her at the factory to talk about a scholarship. Yeah, he he's he says that she was interviewing for a scholarship that the potato chip company is going to start offering, and that if she keeps up the good work... Remember, she's in middle school. We're having conversations about college scholarships in middle school. He was like, she's at this point first on our list for a full college scholarship if she can keep up the good work. But the one thing that's lacking on her resume is she needs to be more well-rounded. So I would really suggest that she gets involved in some sports. And then dad's like, oh, well, she's going to play basketball next year. Right, honey? And Bonnie's like, like, yeah, dad, if that's your dream. Yeah, all of a sudden now it's dad's dream. So it's fine. And I I kind of like... In my mind, I was expecting like a freeze frame, you know, of Kyle being like lifted up on someone's shoulders. Yeah, I was like, this movie's got to end. Like, like this is about the, the end of the movie, right? No, no, no. Because now here we are. <laughs> we've circled back around and it's Heritage Day. And what's Kyle doing? 
Kyle's it's Heritage Day, boyo. Dancing in a Cleveland shirt with a big smile on his face. <laughs> and then when he finishes his little step dance, I was every- like, "This, this is the end of the movie, right?" Yeah, I did not see coming what happened next. <laughs> But he finishes his step dance. He gives like a little talk about how everybody has a different heritage, but we're all still Americans. <laughs> and then acapella, it's just this, this land, land is your, your land. land. This land is my, my land. land. And then before you know it, the whole theater is singing "This singing. Land Is Your Land." <laughs> My what? notes here are, wait, he starts singing This Land is Your Land? <laughs> then the whole theater sings along? I literally wrote all caps. They all sing This Land is My Land together. Holy fucking shit. Holy, and that's the end of my notes. My last note is, what is this movie? <laughs> and that's how it ends. That's how it ends. That's What a trip. <laughs> What a fucking trip. What a trip we took. To Ireland, to Cleveland. (laughs) From the Redwood Forests (laughs) to the Lake of Erie. I really expected him to say that, actually. Oh, God. I'm sweating. Yeah, I am too. How did you... You you give me your ratings and you just read on this first as the person who has never seen this movie? Yeah, so... I really did not know what to feel because I was on such a fucking ride with this movie. I, this like stretched the boundaries for me of what I thought a decom could be and the fucking ridiculousness of it. And I feel like I got to give it credit for that. As a real movie, it, 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 I mean, it lives in some weird limbo of like a three because <laughs> it, it's completely ridiculous and implausible. The political message of it is completely fucked up. Irish racism, but be an American, like, extremely strange, completely incoherent mythology, but this was maybe my favorite of the movies that we've watched. Yeah, what's your DCOM rating? This is a great DCOM. This is a ridiculous movie. It's gotta be like an eight or so. I had so much fun with this movie. Yeah, I'm on a similar page. I gave it a four out of 10 for real movies. And I gave it a 9 out of 10 for DCOMs. It's like, it lives in this weird alternate Highland dimension where, like, for what it is, it's amazing. For For normal movies or reality, it's fucking absurd and dumb as hell. It's just objectively terrible as a film, but, like... As a decom, it's grand. I had no idea what I was getting into, and it only got better as it went. Of just like, what, what, who made this? Who made this? What? Um, no, like this was always one of my favorite decoms. But watching it today, I cannot tell you how many times I had to stop and be like, wait, this is what happens in this movie. <laughs> Like, I had no recollection of a lot of the weirder stuff. Like, when I was a kid, it didn't strike me as that weird. Now I realize how weird it is. When I was a kid, I was also, like, I was very into my Irish side because I'm 50-50 Irish and Italian. And, like, as an adult, I've been I've been leaning much more into the Italian side of things. Sure. But as a kid, I was really into the Irish stuff. And, like, my grandma is a super, like, hardcore Irish lady. Around the time that I was watching this movie as a kid, 
she was trying to teach me how to step dance and I thought for sure I was gonna show up at school one day and my hair was gonna turn orange. You were orange. gonna go half leprechaun. Yeah, I just <laughs> thought that it was an inevitability and I was walking around my elementary school with my like terrible Irish brogue, which by the way, I am dreading listening to this episode and hearing both of our shitty Irish accents. <laughs> But can we talk about the confused messaging of this movie? Because it simultaneously wants to be about Irish stereotyping and like anti-Irish sentiments in America, but also simultaneously conflates Irish people with like alien leprechauns. It's a circle square thing. Is that what it is? Because all the Irish people that we meet in this movie are in fact leprechauns. Well, I'm just talking about in, in real life. Because all the oh, real got life it. leprechauns okay, right, right, are right. Irish. But here's my here's my question though: the Irish racism was that only directed toward the I leprechauns? Think maybe what they would imp- or- I, I couldn't tell you. When they wrote it, they felt like, "Wow, this is a really progressive take on." hyphenated yeah, America. Like, if you want to do like, a movie about the immigrant experience, I'm not sure that discussing an Irish family in the year 2001 is the the hot take you think it is. And also making them leprechauns. Yeah, now we're playing into some weird stereotypes. <laughs> it, it's doing the exact thing it wants to not be doing. Like, I don't I don't know what they thought they were doing with the plot of this film. That's why this movie is so bad, but, like, I had fun. The, the image that's always burned in my brain from this movie is, like, scary Seamus. Like, when I'm thinking about the yeah. luck of the Irish, that's all I can see. And that's how you know this is a ridiculous film. Have you seen Teen Wolf, though? Not the not the new one, the Michael J. Yeah, Fox Yeah, well, movie. I, I, yes, not in a minute, but yes, you're not wrong. It's the basketball it's that. thing. So, yeah, you're right, but... Yeah, it's it's just horrifying. I don't know. And the lucky coin and it's just a lot. The movie is a lot, but I And again, like you said, the whole thing could have been avoided if his parents had just been like, "We're Irish." Okay. Yeah, or if his stupid dad, Bob Smith, had been like, "We're from Wales." Which is probably true. I don't know why dad couldn't talk about his heritage. I'm still very confused <laughs> by this. Yeah. So, that is Luck of the Irish, 2001. Happy viewing, I guess. Uh, hey, man, if you ain't watched this movie in a while, go or ever, do it. Like if you're Ben and you've never seen this movie, you're missing out. Highly on recommend. some sort of cultural phenomenon. You might even learn something. Multiculturalism. <laughs> Yep, so that's Luck of the Irish for you. Um, if you're enjoying the show so far, as always, please subscribe wherever you're getting your podcasts. If you're able to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, it's a massive help. We are also pretty much on all the social media at this point, at Movie Surfing on Instagram, at Surfing Movie on Twitter, Movie Surfing, a Disney Channel unoriginal podcast on Facebook. And yeah, follow us on all those things. We try to keep people updated with new episodes and some teaser trailers for the new episodes and it's just the easiest way for us to keep in touch with you and find out what movies you want to see next yeah and tell your friends you know we love growing the audience word of mouth goes a long way so tell your friends we're all sitting around with nothing to do right now so we might as well put those disney plus subscriptions to good use and watch some decoms and then talk shit about them later yeah and you know sometimes have a transformative experience yeah and learn about multiculturalism because as you know all people are different and not the same everyone in the world is different this land is your land this land is my land from california
to the New York Island. You think I'm gonna fade this out? You're fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna sing the whole fucking song. I was just gonna go for oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Potato chips. Emerald Isle, 2020. What year is it? Right now? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.